I am Sandra Ezekwesele and you come to me for hard facts. Hello Lagos, I am Sandra Ezekwesele and these are your hard facts. Living in the digital age means you're bombarded with information. The federal government is asking Lagosians to believe... Speaker of the House, Femi Bajabi, is getting harder and harder to find the truth in the disinformation. Or to put today's headlines into context. One of our soldiers shot me, Sandra, on my reach. That's why I'm here. I ask the tough questions that get to the root of things. The previous election had um, allegations of rigging. Nobody has been able to prove that 2018 elections were rigged. I tell you the history behind the news. I need to take you back. I need to give you a bit of history. Now Zimbabwe got its independence. I cut through the spin and show you the facts. No, I will, I will let you talk. Coyote, Coyote, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Coyote. There's a reason why more and more Lakotians are tuning in. 570,000 of you. 630,000 people listen to Hard Facts. They know what they're looking for. I'm Sandra Ezekwesele, and these are your Hard Facts. In the meantime. Hello, Lagos. Good afternoon. I'm Sandra Ezekwesele, and these are your Hard Facts. I'm back at home today. I was getting ready to uh, come to work when we heard the news about the curfew in Lagos. Uh, so I was advised to stay put and do my show from home until we know what exactly is going on. I'm sure that lots of you are rushing home right now, trying your best to make it back before the curfew starts. Please drive carefully. Please stay safe. I'm going to be keeping you company as you go home. All 674,000 of you. We're going to kick off with the big three for today. Let's talk about Governor Sowodu declaring a curfew in Lagos. And then let's talk about the NSARS protests nationwide and how other governments are reacting. And then let's talk about an incident in our chosen state during one of the protests last week. The governor was moving with the protesters and there was a clash. We're going to be talking uh, with Remy Omoaye, the Commissioner of Works and Transportation, to get to the bottom of that particular story. And then we're going to hand you over to Valentine Ohu, who hosts a fintech show from 3.45 p.m. So we have to do everything we have on the big three as quickly as possible. Um, Fintech Valentine right here. I'm sure he's going to be talking about um, Paystack's big exit today. But if that's not a conversation, it's something pretty special. Now, remember, you can also uh, talk to us on Twitter at Nigeria Info FM. You can also um, tweet at us um, uh, and let us know your thoughts. You can leave your comments on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. On Community Report, Chukudi will probably keep talking about uh, the protests and all the things that have arisen in the past few days. And on today's Big Hard Fact, we are going to take a look at what's happened between uh, 4 p.m. and 5 p.m. Are people even adhering to the curfew? Uh, do you have time to get home before the curfew? You're basically going to be giving me a situation report uh, from 5 o'clock. You get news updates on the hour, every hour. And after the news at 6, we'll talk to uh, Rufai. Conversations with Rufai will come your way. I'll hand you over to Rufai for conversations. Now, you need to listen to every minute so that you can win just a minute. But now it's time for the big three.
right. If the police cannot arrest thugs while allowing legal protest, has it failed? If Bajabia Miller is calling protesters midwives of national rebirth, should protests be banned? And what exactly happened in Oshun State when Governor Yatola marched with protesters? Those are the big three. Let's talk. Uh, first story is a double whammy here in Lagos. First of all, Governor Songwolu declares a curfew. And then the state police uh, command bans protests. Now, this is happening... Um, in response to violence against police officers yesterday and today. Orile police station was burned down. An RRS uh, patrol was attacked yesterday. And there were two RRS um, trucks with 16 officers. The police is reporting that 19 officers were hurt. And a group of uh, hoodlums armed with clubs and machetes jumped them. Now, to be clear, the NSAS protesters insisted that they have no hand in these attacks. They've insisted that these attacks were carried out by thugs, just like the uh, thugs that attacked the protesters in Alausa. And in fact, they've called on the police to arrest these attackers. But the police doesn't appear to be making a distinction. So they're saying that uh, protests are banned, peaceful or not, protests are banned. Their press statement says, quote, no protest or gathering or procession under whatever guise is permitted within Lagos State, end quote. So basically, the police are clamping down on any sort of protest or gathering or march. Now, some questions are being asked about the legality of this, right? I mean, we've heard the president, vice president, senate president, speaker, governor, all say that peaceful protests are a right. Even Chief Bola Tinubu himself tweeted last night that protests are part of the beauty of democracy. The constitution is also clear and the Supreme Court has ruled that peaceful protests are a right. And the police cannot ban peaceful protests. So the big question is, once the curfew is lifted, does the police have the right to stop protests? And where does that right come from? By the way, we have a developing angle to the Orile police station fire. We have unconfirmed reports from eyewitnesses that say that what allegedly happened was before the fire this morning, a police officer allegedly shot two protesters and killed one of them, who was allegedly the brother of an NURTW member. And after that happened, local boys got angry, allegedly burned down the station. And um, that's the story, but we cannot confirm it at the moment. Now, if you are an eyewitness in Orile, I'm going to need you to come forward with your report of what happened there this morning. It's still a developing story, and we also have our reporters on it trying to dig out the exact facts. So that's where we stand right now. The governor has declared a 24-hour curfew to restore order, and the police are banned. Uh, the, the police are banning protests, sorry, going forward. Now, apart from the question of legality, some analysts are asking about effectiveness. Remember that the protesters themselves have been getting attacked by thugs. And they were asking why the police wasn't able to protect them. I brought you that story from Alaos, I remember, with an eyewitness last week. So some analysts are saying that uh, under normal circumstances, a police force should be able to crack down on non-violent gangs and thugs without stopping peaceful uh, citizens from protesting or marching. So the question is, are the police banning protests because they are not efficient? Are the police banning protests because they are not efficient enough to handle the situation without limiting the right to protest? 
But hey, that's uh, our first story. What do you think about the governor's curfew order? What do you think about um, uh, uh, the, the, the police ban on protests? Lawyers who are listening to me is illegal. Beyond legality, do you expect that the police should be able to keep the peace and stop violent uh, violent groups without banning peaceful protests? Now, I'm hoping that uh, the studio calls me so that you and I can have a conversation, but they're still trying to work that out. Um, in the meantime, our number is 0700-993-993-993. 0700-993-993-993. You can also leave us comments on Facebook. You can't send us WhatsApp messages today because um, I can't see WhatsApp messages. But if you leave us a message on Facebook, I'll definitely see it. So we have a live stream on Facebook. Go there, drop your comments. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. Nigeria Info 99.3. Let's take your calls now. Hello? Hello? Hello, good afternoon. Thanks for calling us. Good afternoon. afternoon. Your name is... Francis from Uber, Francis from Uber. All right, go ahead. Yes, Joy. Um, sorry, Sandra. Um, this, this thing that the police are doing, this is exactly what they have been planning to. I've been saying this thing that they are, they are I, I even think that um, part of the, um, the agenda to stop this protest, there is a possibility that what the caller that gave that... Um, that report in the morning about the police shooting the protester with with um brought about this whole chaos today in Lagos and um, it might be true because the police might or somebody might be saying some people to to disguise the police to shoot a particular person and from there anger can arise and from there things can happen. You know that this is Nigeria, they don't give a way to solve this protest in any way. How can you tell somebody that what is the work of the police? You don't defend the people. You have to defend the people and get the system that they that they are in the It's not the people that is not protest. Protest is our right and we are going to protest. Come come when comes from tomorrow, we are going to come out. If they want to kill everybody, then they bring their guns and start killing people. See that is the new thing that they are planning in Nigeria now, but we are going to keep protest. For coffee or no coffee. Good afternoon. Thank you for calling us. All right, let's see who next is on the line. Hello? Hello? Hi. Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon to you, sir. What's your name? My name is Chika. Chika, welcome. Go ahead. Well, I think for me, the solution is not about imposing curfew. The solution going forward is for government to do the needful. And it baffles me that a, a, a protest is going on and the police could not actually protect people that are having their peaceful protesters. It goes to show the kind of country that we have. I'm talking about burning stations and hoodlums and thugs hijacking the protest. Let it be on record that none of the NSAS protesters is actually a cause of what transpired, Lagos, what transpired in Lagos State today. Thank God that the police actually came out to clarify that in their Twitter handle. But then going forward, why is it that we're in such a mess that we find ourselves in? What does it 
take to fish out these hoodlums and these thugs. It's not that we're only playing to the gallery. It happened last week in Ikeja. Nobody was brought to book, nobody was arrested. And that is why today we saw the magnitude of what happened today across Lagos State. Thank God he said that uh, the reason is that the police shot uh, one of the one of the uh, brothers of the leaders of NURG. And that is why everything goes out of proportion. And that is what I said during Joyce too. You cannot plant a seed and expect it not to grow. During every electionary period, these same politicians are the ones who arm these thugs and these hoodlums in order to win an election and to rig an election for them. But they forget that after election, there comes the governance. And it's the consequences of what they did during the electionary period that is manifesting today. The truth of the matter is that the police, the federal government, the state government, they've all failed Nigeria. And I'm more particularly disappointed in the police because this protest is for the betterment, is for the emancipation of the Nigerian police force. It's not for we, it's for them. But it's so unfortunate that what appears to be a just cause for their own cause is what it actually is against Nigeria. But like I always say, posterity will live to judge everybody. Mr. President can go as long as he wants to keep quiet. We are watching. But one thing I know is that at the end of the day, the youth of this country must prevail. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Chika. Thank you so much for calling us. All right, let's see who's uh, on the phone line next. Hello. Good afternoon. Hello. Good afternoon, Sandra. Um, How are you, sir? What's your name? I'm good. My name is... Go ahead. Hello? Oh, sorry about that. I think somebody cut you off <laughs> in error. So I'm working from home and Chukudi is uh, manning the studio for me. And uh, they're also trying to call me via the phone lines. And so, um, you know, everybody's calling at the same time. So everywhere is jammed. But let's just keep talking. Let's just keep talking uh, via Skype. And then I'll just keep talking to Lagos from Skype. Let's take the next call. 99.3. Hello? Oh, sorry about that. 99.3. Hello? Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? Hello? Good afternoon. Yeah, What's your name? Afternoon. Go ahead, go ahead. Hello? Hello, go ahead. Hello, Sandra. I can hear you. Go ahead, please. Good afternoon, Joe Baba. Good, good afternoon. Please go ahead. Honestly, um, I feel um, the coffee is unnecessary. I, I, I would have wanted a situation where the governor would have you know, directed the police force. For the last time I checked, police, there's nobody that said they should not do their work. Sorry about that. Hello? Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Hello? Ah, oh, okay. 99.3. Hello. 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 Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for calling us. Yeah, What's your well, name? My, my name is Ndukwe. Ndukwe, welcome. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, see, yeah, I think the, the president hiding under the banner of the governor to impose coffee, he should admit that he's a failure. I think what he should have done is to dissolve his incompetent cabinet and dissolve those 
Hello. 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 Good afternoon. Thanks for calling. What's your name, sir? Hello. How are you, Hello. sir? Good afternoon. Go ahead. Good afternoon. Go ahead, sir. The situation in the situation in Nigeria right now is the president hiding is not the appropriate measure. You see, it gets to a point in time where you admit failure, even if you don't admit failure as a leader. You come down to the level of your your people whom you are leading and ignore or put aside your personality and apologize to them. Nigerians are not one hardened set of people that you cannot really express your feelings to. And once you express your feelings, they understand who you are and immediately they will succumb. So this one that is just hiding and Lagos State is declaring curfew, Edo State is declaring curfew, I don't think it's the best because the youth are not ready to relent. The more you are declaring, people will come aside. We are marching on. Nigeria is not ready to relent. Nigerians are not ready to go forward. Even to the extent that fathers and mothers, aged ones, 90 years, they are supporting this, uh, 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 this movement. The movement is an unending movement until we, we bring them to the point whereby they respect the people that put them in that office and in that seat. Thank you very much. This is Mr. Dabit. Thanks for calling us. Uh, if you just joined the show, hello to you. Good afternoon. Our first story on today's show uh, is a double whammy, a double whammy here in Lagos. Uh, first of all, Governor Somolu declared a curfew and then the state police command banned uh, protests. It's happening in response to violence against police officers yesterday and today. Uh, I told you about Orile Police Station. We're hearing reports from Mushing and Ajegunle as well. I told you that an RRS, RRS patrol was attacked yesterday and uh, uh, 16 officers were attacked even though the police uh, is reporting that it is 19 officers. Uh, We told you that a group of hoodlums armed with clubs and machetes jumped these police officers. Now, to be clear, the NSA protesters are insisting that they have no hand in these attacks. They're insisting that these attacks were carried out by thugs, just like the thugs that attacked the protesters in Alausa. In fact, they've called on the police to arrest these attackers. So that's our first story. And uh, I- I'm asking, of course, if um, uh, a-, a ban has been enacted on protests going forward in Lagos, because I read to you part of the police's statements. They said no protest or gathering or procession under whatever guise is permitted within Lagos state. End quote. And I'm saying that uh, if the president, the vice president, the Senate president, the speaker, the governor have all said that peaceful protests are a right, if even Chief Bola Tinubu has tweeted that protests are part of the beauty of democracy, and if the Constitution and the Supreme Court have ruled that peaceful protests are a right and that the police cannot ban them, once the curfew is lifted, does the police have the right to stop protests and uh, where does that right come from? That's the big story for, for, for the first one. Now, because the phone lines are not going as, as smoothly as they typically do, I recommend that you get on Facebook and leave your thoughts for me. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. I'll go and read your comments on Facebook. Nigeria Info 99.3. But I think we have a break coming up. Chukudi, do we have a break coming up? Do we have a break coming up at 25? Okay, so we have a break coming up and uh, we'll take that break very quickly and then come back and take more of your calls. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info.
for weekly financial technology and virtual banking updates, along with features of expert analysis, breakdown and effect of fintech trends on the economy and the common man. Tune in to Fintech Today, powered by VBank, every Tuesday, 3.45 p.m. on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. Ezekwesele, and you come to me for hard facts. Hello, Lagos. I'm Sandra Ezekwesele, and these are your hard facts. Living in the digital age means you're bombarded with information. The federal government is asking Lagosians to believe. The Speaker of the House, Femi Bajabi, is getting harder and harder to find the truth in the disinformation or to put today's headlines into context. One of us just me, Sandra, on my reach. That's why I'm here. I ask the tough questions that get to the root of things. The previous election had um, allegations. Of rigging. Nobody has been able to prove that 2018 elections were rigged. I tell you the history behind the news. I need to take you back. I need to give you a bit of history. Now, Zimbabwe got its independence. I cut through the spin and show you the facts. No, I will, I will let you talk. Coyote, Coyote, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Coyote. There's a reason why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. 570,000 of 630,000 people listen to hard facts. They know what they're looking for. I'm Sandra Ezekwesele, and these are your hard facts. This is The Big Three. The Big Three. On Hard Facts. On 99.3, Nigeria Info. If you just joined the show, hello. Thank you so much for tuning into Hard Facts today. For our second story, let's go around the country for the latest with the NSARS protests in different states and how the government and other stakeholders are reacting. First of all, let me take you to Abuja. The Speaker of the House of Reps, Femi Bajabina, says he won't support any budget that doesn't include compensation for SARS victims. If you're watching us on Facebook, I'm about to play a video for you. But if you can't watch on Facebook, here's the audio of what he said. I will not sign off on a 2021 budget that does not include adequate provisions to compensate those who have suffered violence and brutality at the hands of the police in Nigeria in the last decade. I will not sign off on a budget that does not meet the reasonable demands of the ASU, to which government has already acceded. There is no better time to rethink the system of funding for higher education in Nigeria. The current system does a great disservice to our children and our country, and we must commit to changing it so that we can free our institutions of higher learning to be citadels where innovation thrives and excellence is a given. With my colleagues in the House of Representatives, I will visit over the next week some of the families of those who have lost loved ones to police brutality. And when we come back, we will work together to honor the memory of those who we have lost. The House of Representatives will pass an electoral reform bill in time for the next generation elections so that we may continue to improve the process of electing our political representatives at all levels. I will support the amendment of the Constitution to ensure that the provisions of fundamental human rights have teeth, resource control is dealt with equitably, and that the next generation of Nigerians, does not, Nigerians will not inherit evident dysfunctions of our current system.
not sign off on a 2021 budget that does not, does not include adequate provisions to compensate those who have suffered so violence. And you heard from the Speaker of the House of Reps, Femi budget that does not include adequate provisions to compensate those who have suffered violence and brutality at the hands of the police in Nigeria in the last decade. I will not sign off on a budget that does not meet the reasonable demands of the ASU, to which government has already acceded. There is no better time to rethink the system of funding for higher education in Nigeria. The current system does a great disservice to our children and our country, and we must commit to changing it so that we can free our institutions of higher learning to be citadels where innovation thrives and excellence is a given. With my colleagues in the House of Representatives, I will visit over the next week some of the families of those who have lost loved ones to police brutality and when we come back we will work together to honor the memory of those who we have lost the house of representatives will pass an electoral reform deal in time for the next generation elections so that we may continue to improve the process of electing our political representatives at all levels i will support the amendment of the constitution to ensure that the provisions of fundamental human rights have teeth Resource control is dealt with equitably, and that the next generation of Nigerians does not the Nigerians will not inherit evident dysfunctions of our current system. Um, I don't know if you can hear me, but okay. <laughs> All right, so we're here. Okay, so. You- from Ferry Bajapia Miller, and uh, he says he's not going to support any budget that doesn't include compensation for SARS victims. So, uh, called the NSAS protesters, quote, midwives of a national rebirth, end quote. Now, this got me thinking. On the one hand, you have the speaker praising the protesters, right? You also have the president and vice president saying that these protests are the right of Nigerians. But on the other hand, we have the order from the Lagos State Command banning protests, right? So it brings back the question that a lot of Nigerians are asking today. Is there no way for the Lagos State Police Command to keep the peace and arrest thugs without banning peaceful protests? Is there no way for the Lagos Police Command to be able to do that? Speaking of uh, peaceful protests, there was an NSAS march in Port Harcourt today. They moved down the airport road to Obiquere flyover. There are videos of the pro- of the um, protests online. And when the protesters marched by a police station, police officers fired shots into the air. So yet again, we have police firing shots in response to peaceful protesters. And this, of course, reminds me of what happened at Okwuzo SARS in Anambra State on Saturday. There again, police officers shot their guns 
because of peaceful protesters. And we saw the same thing happen here in Lagos last week as well. Now, you go to Edo State. I told you that Governor Basaki declared a curfew there because thugs violently attacked protesters and police. Also, there was a prison break. Now, we've seen footage from Benin today where some protesters are still on the streets. They're saying that they are remaining peaceful. But they're also saying that uh, they're not obeying the curfew order. They've called it civil disobedience. In fact, we've got video that I'm playing for you on Facebook at the moment that you can watch. And if you cannot watch on Facebook, here's the audio. So we are celebrating the curfew. Yes. They said it's 24 hours curfew. So we are celebrating the curfew. And that's what's happening in Benin. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Abia state government has set up its own uh, judicial panel of inquiry into SARS and police brutality and human rights abuses. The panel chairman is retired Justice S.N. Imo. He's a former chief judge of the state. Interestingly, they will... Um, uh, one of the members of the, of the panel is Ariwa Zubi. Uh, for anybody who is familiar with Abia politics, they will know... Um, Zubi, and they'll know that Zubi is a very loud critic of the current administration. So some observers see this as a sign that Governor Iqbazo wants to get as much uh, broad-based support for the panel as possible. He also uh, uh, included um, a Catholic... Okay, that coming back online. So they're trying different things to make sure that the connection is very, very clear. But back to what I was saying about Zubi, right? He's a very loud critic of the current administration in Abia State. So some observers see this as a sign that Governor Basu wants to get as much broad-based support for the panel as possible. He also included a Catholic bishop on the panel, probably for the same reason. So I want you to talk to me about these stories. What do you think about Bajabwe Miller saying that uh, support a budget without compensation for SARS victims? If the president, vice president and speaker are all on the record saying peaceful protests are right and that the goals of the current protests are good, why is the police in Lagos banning protests? Do you think there's a way for the police to keep the peace without banning protests? If not, do you think that this is a failure on the part of the police? And what do you think about the Abia panel? What about police firing um, during a peaceful march in Port Harcourt? 0700 Yes, this is Francis for me, but calling back. Welcome, Francis. Yes, about the second um, story, second story, um, Bajabi Amila, what he said, had it been this protest had not started, would he have given this statement? I mean, I've, I've, I've been saying this in several times, that there are no critical thinkers in this government. I mean, they don't think 
We saw something okay. like in this government that the, the budget for the National Assembly is higher and better than that of the security and the health. And we are and he and he's not telling us that that uh, he will not sign this. Had it been this this process has not started, would he have said something? Wouldn't you just do one or two story, story, story and then later sign it? The police are telling us that we should not that they are banning protests. Why should they ban protests? Why is it that this 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 police there, there's no difference between them and the police class committing this 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 atrocities that are happening in Nigeria now? Because if these police are, are well trained and educated, they will know exactly the way to protect the protesters and get this food loan. But since but because they, and they don't have any idea what to do, so they just keep shooting. And gone in the air, scared the 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 away, and instead trying to stop the protest. And there's any possibility that they are the ones they are the ones constituting this news that but using using talks using the appeal because they are the same talk they are do they are do their they are dirty jobs on them when they don't use any form same talk they normally use. These people are at the top. They know who these talks are. The NERCW know how to get their people to stop this, to stop this atrocities that they're committing. So these these excuses that they're giving us, they're telling us that they want to stop this protest is not is not reasonable. It's not reasonable at all. They know what to do. The government know exactly what to do. We need we need we need we need positive response from the government. We need to see changes. We need to see positive changes. Not just not just promises and promises. They have been promising. Something this this generation from something this this uh, Nigerians for the past how many decades now and nothing has happened. We've been we've been complaining, keeping quiet for so long. I imagine somebody bottling up bottling up anger for almost almost how many years of his life and a particular day. Okay, on on Joyce on Joyce show she played a particular a particular podcast a particular video of what Amiti said when he was when I think when he was the governor. He said he said. Uh, when the poor people hit the streets, that the rich will run away. And I pity them because I think the real poor are not really hit the streets. We are still, we are still just warming up. When the real protest starts, if the police think they can kill every Nigerian youth, they should bring out their guns. They will know if, if they had the ammunition to kill everybody in Nigeria. Thank you very much. Thank you for following us. 99.3. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, this is a maker from Agile. Go ahead. Uh, what is there is that uh, uh, Bajabea Mila is coming very, very late. You see, uh, when this process started, everybody knows that. There was a day, the first day I was passing banana, everywhere was going free. But the day before yesterday and yesterday, I passed banana. Everywhere was closed down, shut down. So everybody knows that they know the power of the process that I mean that the protests that they are doing everybody knows if they say they don't know they are liars it's just that we are most of all these men they have protested before and it's just paying everybody that what they were what they planned those days they achieved it chasing the armies away but why did your they call has been men? placed on hold hello? please wait hello your call hello? has been placed on hold
Hello. Hello. Go ahead. Hello. I can hear you loud and clear. Go ahead. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Make your contribution. Uh, my name is Samuel. Uh, please, uh, what is not happening in our country? Please, where is the president? Is the president in the country? Yes, he is. Hello? Hello? I promise tomorrow is going to be uh, smoother. But we have um, the Honorable Commissioner for Works and Transport in Ocean State on the phone uh, because our final story is the events that took place at an NSAS protest in Ocean State on Saturday. The Governor Adegweyega Oyetola was there. He joined the protesters, but um, it ended badly in a clash involving his security. Now, there are various conflicting accounts of what exactly happened and who exactly was involved. So I decided to try to get to the root of it. And that's why uh, the Ocean State Commissioner for Works and Transportation, Remy Omawaye, has joined us on Hard Facts today. Welcome to Hard Facts. Uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon, everybody. All right. So, uh, first of all, were there any casualties among the protesters? Do we know how many are dead or injured? Yeah, well, there are about two people that died, uh, but it was not at the venue of the protest. Uh, one person died at Result of reckless uh, uh, bike driving. White blood was shot by a known person about four kilometers away from where the protest was ongoing. And it has nothing to do with the government. I see. Why the other person was shot far, far away from where the governor was. The governor never went to that direction. It's called the Kaipo so it has nothing to do with the governor, contrary to what some people tweeted on the Twitter. I see. Now, walk us through what exactly happened. What exactly happened? What was the genesis of what happened? Okay, that's fine. The governor was not around. He came in, he okay. came in on Saturday. He decided to join the NSAT protest. Because the government believed so much in the agitation. So, we asked him to work with them, which he did. Probably while he was addressing them, he apologized that he was not around for a while. Uh, some Muslims came into the midst of the protest and the fire shot. And because the government did not want um, any case of assault, he did the security detail not to shoot. And when the governor was attacked apparently with cutlasses and gunshots, the security detail evacuated him out of the place. And uh, that was all. And immediately they evacuated the governor, the governor went down to the government house. And those Muslims went to the people, shot him all. And both of them and started crossing there and across um, the city of Osho. And to our surprise, we had some people went online to say the governor's convoy killed two people. No single shot was fired at the protest grounds. Um, one of the face of the protest, Ayo Olubu, went on there and said no single shot was fired because the governor joined them, he worked with them. He apologized, he begged them. He was even putting on NSAC's cap. Because this agitation is for everybody, it's for Nigerians. So we also believe in this agitation. But it's just quite unfortunate that Udlin comes, I the protest, and uh, the use that is now they need to attack the governor. 
has has any arrests been made? Have any have there been any arrests made, or is there an ongoing investigation? Well, there's ongoing investigation from what we had, and I have arrests have been made. And um, to our surprise, today again, the untouched in the Shubu had hit the street because they said they were shocked that the governor was attacked and that we um, noticed that the hoodlums have infiltrated those protesters. So the untouched are also on the street of the Shubu to protect to to protect properties and to also protect the protesters. I see. All right, sir. Thank you so much for talking to us on Hard Facts. We'll take it from here. Thank you, sir. Okay. All right, you've heard from the commissioner. Uh, you're going to tell me what you think about that interview at five because I have to hand you over to Valentine for the FinTech show. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, Lagos. Thank you so much for talking to us on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Don't go away. And you come to me for hard facts. Hello, Lagos. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. Living in the digital age means you're bombarded with information. The federal government is asking Lagosians to believe. Speaker of the House, Femi Bajabi, is getting harder and harder to find the truth in the disinformation or to put today's headlines into context. That's why I'm here. I ask the tough questions that get to the root of things. The previous election had um, allegations of. Nobody has been able to prove that.